0: What's up, everyone? It's Rico and Cordy Gonzalez again, Mr. and Mrs. 757. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So we're giving you this podcast so you can learn how to buy a home. You might be in a different type of stage of purchasing a home. You could be ready right now. You could be ready in the future. So these are the first couple steps on how to buy a home. And if you bought in the past, it may have changed a little bit, but this is how it works now. Awesome. We're just going to jump right into it. So the first thing, what's the first step to buy a home court?
1: You need some money. You got to talk to a lender that's going to give you a mortgage and put in writing that you're good for the money. So the very first step is get your money put together, your mortgage pre-approval.
0: Yep. And that is as simple as calling a preferred lender that we probably gave you, or you could go to your own lender Uh, You could talk to your bank. Uh, What we recommend here in the Hanty Roads area, and especially for ourselves, is to stay away from credit unions.
1: Yes, please. And online banks that don't really have a brick and mortar are not exactly going to be super beneficial for you either. Why is that? Because they're not here. Nobody knows where they are. And every lender has a reputation. And when you go to put an offer in to a property that potentially has multiple offers, who you use to fund your loan absolutely matters. It
0: definitely matters. Absolutely.
1: And if we can't get a hold of these guys, if there's a 1-800 number, like at a credit union, or even these online banks that, you know, are somewhere in the sky somewhere, they're, they're, the fact that they're unacceptable accessible at times is very challenging when you're in a situation that is time sensitive.
0: Yeah. So stay with a local lender. These are tips that will help you win an offer, because if we come into a multiple offer situation, we want to make sure that you guys look the best on paper. Stay with a local lender. Number two, uh, a bank would be uh, even better. The thing with about about a bank is sometimes we can only get in touch with the loan officer when we need them Monday through Friday, nine to five. Yeah. A lot of time, local lenders who deal strictly with mortgages, they're available all the time. Right. We probably recommended probably will answer the phone.
1: Right, like the last. right. They're it's almost seven o'clock. And if we call her today right now, she'll answer the phone. And if it's a Sunday, she'll answer the phone. So I mean, that accessibility is huge. And when there's things going on and things you need, you know to have a strong communication uh, line is absolutely powerful.
0: yep. So to get qualified for a home loan will it's a quick phone call or you can meet with that lender. They're gonna ask you for a few things. Some of this stuff might be personal, but the cool thing is me and Cordy, we're gonna we're not gonna look at your finances. No. Only you and the lender are gonna talk about how much money and stuff. They're gonna ask for your taxes, right? Probably the mm-hmm. last two years in taxes. They may ask for your pay stubs. Uh, they want to make sure you have a job. They may ask for your bank statements, I think like six months back, I think, maybe two months back. I can't remember. They'll they'll tell you what you need. Um and they're going to ask for your credit score. They're going to do a soft pull check to make sure that you are good for the money.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the seller and ourselves, we don't need to know what you do, what you make, what you did a couple of years ago, financially, like none of this stuff matters. Your, your lender is going to provide a, a letter that says we are willing to enable to fund X amount of dollars for, on behalf of you, the buyer. And that's that's all anybody needs to know.
0: That's all we need is that piece of paper and how much that you are qualified for and what you're comfortable
1: spending. Right.
0: All right. Next step is to hire a realtor. Obviously, you're watching the Mr. and Mrs. 757 podcast. So hire us. (laughs) And that's as simple as signing our buyer broker. It's a simple two-page contract uh, slash form. Just outlines our duties, what we are contracted to do for you. It outlines the buyer duties, what you guys, what we expect you guys to do. Simple stuff. It even talks about how we get paid. Right. Yeah. And how much do, do you guys know how much it costs to start to uh, hire a realtor? How much does it normally cost?
1: Nothing out of pocket. Nothing so out of pocket. The sellers are responsible for paying the commissions.
0: Normally in this area.
1: Yes. Here in Hampton Roads. So your whatever the purchase price is, the commissions are already factored into that.
0: Yeah. Now they might be a small admin fee. Uh, we will let you know what that is. Um, but all you got to do is sign that form. I sign it according signs it, you sign it and boom, you've hired a realtor. And pretty much what this says is also that, you know, when we come into this agreement, it's kind of like a marriage. Not really, but we're like,
1: dating, we're together. We're courting each other.
0: Yeah. Don't go out there to another a realtor and start cheating on us. That's basically what that is. <laughs>
1: Right. Right. And so we may not look under your skirt financially, but we certainly have an idea. We've communicated. We know what your goals are. We know what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And now we have a fiduciary responsibility to look out for you on your in your best behalf. So that is what we are committing to. And if you go run off and call this phone number and that phone number to get more information on this house and that house, these folks don't have a fiduciary responsibility to you. They just want a commission check. So keep in mind that once we sign that says that not only are you committing to us, but we are committing to you because we are going to stop, drop, and show you properties whenever they come available. We are going to invest time and... Um, attention to sending you properties, letting you know what's involved with these properties. Is there flood insurance required? Is there HOA fees included? What does that cover? I mean, we are going to work for you. And we just ask that you commit to us and keep this committed relationship for a certain amount of time. And it's easy as signing off on that. And just about any realtor that's, you know, doing business the right way is going to ask you to sign some type of commitment with them.
0: Absolutely. So we've got pre-approved. We got your pre-approval letter. We're happy about that. You hired us. Now we can officially start looking for homes. All right. Very simple. Uh, We probably did a buyer's consultation with you. And now we know kind of what you're looking for, what price point you're at, what cities you want to go into. So what I normally do, I'll put you on what's called an e-alert, okay? I'll put all that criteria into my system, and anytime something in that criteria pops up in the multiple listing service, the MLS, it'll get uh, emailed to your email, and if you like what you see, let me know. I'll go ahead and book those appointments and schedules according to your schedule. Yep. Also, you guys can find your own homes on your own time, looking at the websites that we prefer and send us those addresses. Because a lot of times if you go to national syndicated websites, they're not updated like the website we're going to send you guys. Right. So you might be falling in love with a house that's already under contract.
1: Yeah, that actually sold months ago. Yes. And it's still there.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, give them a disclaimer on some of those syndicated websites, court.
1: Yeah. So the idea of these websites like Zillow, Redfin, uh, realtor.com is they get a lot of money from realtors and loan officers and different companies in real estate that pay to advertise there. So when you click on a property, get more information, you are not, I repeat, you are not getting the agent responsible for that property you're getting somebody that has paid to advertise there. And because they've paid to advertise there, I mean, we've, we've paid to advertise on some of these sites, it's $100 a click. So when you click on that and get more information, they are now like a dog on a bone going to try and get and convert you into their car so they can show you property and they can get you to the closing table. And because... remember,
0: you signed a buyer broker with us. <laughs> Don't be cheating on us now.
1: But the bottom line is, <laughs> These properties may not even be available. They may be long gone, but you clicked and got more information and now you got um, commission breath Sally on the other line that wants to assist you with finding something better. Mm -hmm. So um, if you see something exciting that excites you on a different website that we didn't maybe share with you, send it, text it to us, text it to us, text it to us, call us, whatever. And we will make, we'll give you the skinny on, on all of that.
0: Yeah. Or better yet, go to rico.atcoastal.com or um, And those are updated on a daily basis, sometimes on an hourly basis.
1: Right. Hourly basis, every two hours.
0: Yeah. And on the flip side, Courtney and I, we're going to be looking on our own time on the MLS, maybe the, the bot or the AI system that we alert you on didn't catch it. We're going to be looking as well. So that's how we search for homes. And we'll go ahead and set some set, schedule some appointments so that we can see these homes, touch them, feel them, walk through them.
1: Yep. And I want to just caution you also with new construction properties. If new construction is, is something you're considering. And I want to encourage you to contact your agent. Let us know when you'd like to go visit the model home and we will schedule a time to join you to be at this site visit. So a lot of times people will just schedule their own visit and do it on their own accord, which is, I get it. You don't want to bother us, but please bother us. Bother us. Because, you know, these agents that are at the site represent the builder. They're a total their total MO is to sell you a property and assist the builder in this process. They're not looking out for you. They're looking out for their builder. So they're what I call pit bulls with lipstick on. They're very nice. They show you the glam. You fall in love. And I promise you, whatever that list price was that you saw on the, online is not what you're going to be paying once they're done taking you through the, this, um, showing
0: on new construction for sure. Right.
1: It's a carrot price. Yeah. And you want representation, you know,
0: you want the seller to have their own representation. You want you, the buyer to have your own representation. If the same person represents both sides, it's just a little unfair to be, to be Frank. It's kind of like going to court for a murder trial or something. And your, I know how to take it there. (laughs) Your lawyer is also representing the, um, the murder victim.
1: <laughs> that don't make no sense. Huh? Wait, you're you're being the you're the accused.
0: Hold on, let's see here. Wow, we watch this a lot of murder escalated quickly. So, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want representation? So bring us uh, with you and bother us, just like Courtney said. All right. So now we've been looking around a couple of homes, maybe ten homes, maybe something like that. You found the right one, okay? And in this market right now, if you do find a home. Don't be shy to pull that trigger. Go for it because just because you make an offer doesn't mean you're going to get it. You want to go ahead and put an offer in and something that you like. Um, everybody always says I'm going to wait for some, or feels that they want to wait for something better. There's always going to be something better, but you want to get into something now.
1: Right, because like Rico said, waiting for something better doesn't mean you'll get it. That's because right. Because this is a very competitive market in Hampton Roads and the average property is seeing three offers in 24 hours at this moment in time. So that could change as things, seasons change. But the bottom line is, you know, if you sleep on, if you sleep on it, you might be not sleeping in it. There's always going to be something else. Say it again. If you sleep on it, you might not be sleeping in it.
0: Mm -hmm. So don't sleep on it.
1: Right. There's always going to be something else, but that doesn't necessarily mean that 100% that you're willing to pay what somebody else is willing to pay for it.
0: That's right. That's right. So how in the world do we make an offer?
1: Well, it's not that hard. Okay. We just did
0: one. Actually, before this whole thing, Courtney just put an offer together, signed it all off and sent it off.
1: Bada boom, bada bing. This
0: is how easy it is.
1: Yep. There's three things you need. Number one, you can't just say, hi, seller, I offer you this. Let me know. Like, I feel like that happens on TV, but that's not real life.
0: HGTV. Yeah. 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 They think it's real. Yeah. It's not like that at all.
1: And I had somebody yesterday say, okay, tell them this. Okay. I'm like, that's not how it works. (laughs) That's not how it works. We talked about this. Yes. So you need your terms on paper. So a purchase agreement is basically what your offer is. It's on your, all your terms on paper.
0: It's a 16-page document. I counted it, and there's over 21 negotiable terms on this paper. We're going to go over it with you and give you some advice and suggestions on how to write the best offer possible for you that you're comfortable with.
1: Right. The second piece of information you need to send over to the sell side is your copy of the pre-approval letter. If you're getting this financed, you need to have that included so that the sell side knows that you are good for the money. If you're purchasing cash, all you cash folks, listen up. You have to provide proof of funds. How do you do that? It's easy. Mm-hmm. You go to call your bank. You tell them I need to have a letter that says I have X amount of dollars worth of disposable funds in this account.
0: Yeah. If you don't a snapshot of your bank account with everything erased out, may or may not work it doesn't look official think about it if you're selling something you want someone that actually has the money and proof of it
1: right without proof of funds you don't have a solid offer or solidified yeah. offer
0: it's not a um you're right it's not a full offer no yeah
1: it, it's just a bunch of smoke
0: it won't even be recognized
1: correct yeah yes
0: Okay. So you've got your purchase agreement. You've got your pre-approval letter. Now you're going to need also an, earned, or excuse me, an E-M-D, earnest money deposit. Correct. Mm-hmm. Normally, earnest money deposit customarily around here is about a thousand dollars. And what this is, it's a check that you got to write to the, I don't know, we'll say your, the brokerage. We'll pick a. it is. Anyways, it's a check that you send to the seller with the offer that says you're serious about purchasing the home. Similar to like uh, most of you guys have been leasing, uh, getting a Similar to like a deposit to get into a home, to a rental.
1: Right. It's a good faith seed of money that you put down that will come back to you at closing. So that money will be deposited immediately into whatever escrow account will be holding it. And then you get it back. But... You, If you breach your contract or renege on this commitment in any way, shape, or form, you can lose your deposit.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: And seller can keep it.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to button all this up into a nice little package, send it to the seller, and the seller can say one of three things. They can say yes. Hooray! And we move forward. Yeah. They can say no. Happens. Dang, we gotta go look at another house, or they can negotiate.
1: Rock the boat, rock the boat, work the middle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So they can rock the boat a little bit. Now, don't put a lowball offer expecting them to negotiate you back. The way it works here, we're listing agents too. We get a bunch of offers. We send, excuse me, we send it to the seller. We make suggestions on each one. Normally, the seller picks the best one and negotiates with that only.
1: Correct. The
0: one that lowballed them, they're at the end of the line. Okay. It doesn't work like TV. Might be in the
1: trash can. Might be in a trash
0: can. Yeah. Look, put your best foot forward. Now, if they do decide to negotiate, maybe it's changing the price. Maybe it's changing the closing date. Maybe it's changing the amount of days for the home inspection contingency. Courtney and I will be here for you to help you negotiate that to make sure that you get the best deal out of this. Okay. So this is part one of how to buy a home. We've covered a couple different things. Stay tuned to part two to learn what the next steps after they've accepted your offer. And you guys have a great day.